Well, I wanted to start today's episode with a slow clap, but I decided not to because I figured that would be an absolute editing nightmare. <laughs> but I wanted to do that because I want to give myself a hand. Last episode, I told you all that I would get Jared Rumsey back on the show, and I have delivered. He is here. Rumsey, welcome back. It's good to be back. I'm a little tired. We're going to make it happen. We each That's got right. our, our brewskis. Uh, hell yeah, yeah brother. <laughs> our happy juice. Happy juice. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so. it really feels good to be back. Yeah, good. COVID was not fun. No. But oh, it wasn't yeah. that bad, actually. Yeah, I just bad. didn't have... The brain fog was bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But definitely good to have you back on, because it's been, like, a couple weeks. Yeah. Since we had you on an episode. Yeah, this is the longest so. I've gone without recording. Yeah. I know. When you got on, you, like, couldn't even figure out how to set up your microphone. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do? It was a fun, it was fun everything. Times. In one of these inputs somewhere. I don't know. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Well, I don't have a good transition, so I'm just going to go right into it. Today, we're going to be talking about our worst financial mistakes and what we've learned from them. So, Talon, as our financial guru, as we call you, why don't you get us going here? Oh, man. Uh, financial Hold on. Mis- Before we start, uh-uh. I wonder I wonder if the financial guru is going to be the one who's made the biggest mistakes. Ooh, perhaps. Or- who is not? Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I mean, curious. He is a financial guru. He's got to have had some failures along the way to learn all the things he's learned. So, Talon, go ahead. Uh, yeah. So, I'm curious. I don't. I I doubt that like my fails would be like absolutely terrible. But, uh, my biggest failures is just not caring about finances. Uh, I don't know if I've talked about it in the past, but for the longest time, I could not care less about finances. So basically, like when I when I first kind of like became an adult and I started earning like a normal income and everything, uh, I was like that type of person. I'm just like, man, I'm going to live in the moment. Uh, I don't need to know about all these things about investing and learn about how the tax system works or anything like that. Even though I had, I had the opportunity of some great mentors that's, uh, that was there and they've come and gone and everything. So I missed a lot of opportunities there. Like I've known, I've had some people that's really smart with the tax system uh, really smart at starting businesses and stuff like that but like at the time i just like i don't care about these things um and like even little things like uh like retirement accounts and everything this is probably like my f- actual major failure um like that i can actually point to so a couple years ago the air force and the military as a whole changed their retirement program um so basically what it was before was that there there pretty much wasn't anything that you would get unless you stay 20 years in the military and then you would receive a pension of about 50% of like what your base pay was for the rest of your life. Um, so like that means that if you only served like eight years, 10 years, even 19 years, if you didn't reach that 20 year mark, you wouldn't technically receive any actual retirement. Um, so they changed that just a couple of years ago. And now anyone that joins the military is in this new retirement program. Um, but for some of us that was still pretty young in the military, they gave us the option. Do you want the old system or do you want the new system? Uh, at the time, I'm just like, I don't care about this. I don't see myself like needing this retirement account. Uh, maybe I'll do 20 years. And I just didn't do the math and everything. So basically, the new retirement program is that 
if you put 5% of your base pay into your retirement account, the Air Force literally matches that. Um, and yeah, 5% doesn't sound like a lot, but if you really break that down, uh, the Air Force is immediately doubling your money. So you put 5% in, they're matching that with 5%. You just double your money right there, let alone however much that improves like in the market and everything like that. Um, so that's a major mistake that I didn't like that I made because at the time how I saw is it's like, because I wasn't even investing in a retirement account at that time, because I'm just like, I want this money now retirement, something that I'll think about when I'm like 40 or 50 or something like that, which is way yeah, too late yeah, to think about late. retirement because yeah, at that point, compound interest is not in your favor whatsoever. So do it earlier. Um, yes, you want to enjoy your time now. Um, you want to enjoy your money and spend it on something that you enjoy in the moment and everything. But realistically, 5% of your pay, how big of a deal really is that? Especially if it doubles your money. Yeah, it's not a lot. None. So take this from me, anyone that's in the military and uh, or anyone that has a retirement account with, like, with your employer and they do any form of employer matching. Because a lot of a lot of companies do this with their 401k programs and everything. Same thing. Like if you invest like 5%, they'll match that. Sometimes it could be higher. Sometimes it could be lower. But again, if you at least get to that match point, they're doubling your money immediately. So take advantage of that um, at the very least. Like even if you want to retire early or something like that, it's it's a huge benefit that people don't take advantage of. Um, even in the military now, I know a lot of people that aren't taking full advantage of that employer match. Um, yeah, that's one of my biggest mistakes is not taking advantage of a proper retirement account. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny you should yeah. mention that. Uh, at my last job, we had the option as a well, once you were a full time employee, you had the option to contribute to a four hundred one k account, and it was one of those things where I was just like, I'll I'll eventually do it, you know, whatever. And then five years goes by. I worked there for five years. It's five years I could have been putting money into that account, and I never actually set it up. And it was kind of mm. like you said, it was the same situation where it was just kind of like, I don't really care about that right now. Like, I'd rather see the money in my account, in my paycheck every week. And, uh, yeah, it's like I it's one of the things I've learned a lot from you in particular, Talon, and from doing this podcast is just like the value of money. And I think I thought or at least I thought I had a good grasp of like kind of financial stuff. But after kind of hearing some of the stuff I've learned here. I really didn't as much as I thought I did. And that was one of the things like, you know, I didn't really take advantage of that retirement account. I never took advantage of investing in credit cards. So those are all really good points that you made. I think it's especially at younger ages, people like things that people don't think of and they think, oh, that's stuff for when you're older. But really, it mm -hmm. should be for when you're younger, because the younger you are, that's the longer you get to take advantage of, you know, um, things like that and programs yeah. like that. Yeah, exactly. Like that's, it's one of those crazy things. But like, if you look at something like compound interest, if you really grind in like, say your twenties and you just like let that build, like if you grind and invest in your twenties, uh, you can technically build enough for your retirement then, and then just not have to contribute for the rest of your life. And then with compound interest, it'll build enough for you to retire on versus if you wait till you're 30, you've already lost 10 years. Um, that's a huge difference. Um, and I will preface this, uh, because I am, I, like I just I just complained that I didn't take advantage of a retirement account, but at the same time today because I made the I made the judgment for my own life that I want want the ability to retire early, um, because most retirement accounts you can only start withdrawing when you become fifty nine and a half, 
without taking certain tax penalties and everything. So I'm not even investing in any retirement accounts right now because in my own, like for my own personal uh, situation, I'd rather invest in uh, just a normal uh, investment account. That way, if I want, like when I'm 30 or something like that, I can immediately start selling stocks. I could live off that. I don't have to wait till I'm 59 and a half. But again, if you have employer matching, it's doubling your money. Again, 5%. If even if I had that opportunity, um, even though I want to retire early, I would still take advantage of it because 5% isn't a big issue. Um, and I would double my money. So like when I'm 60, I'd have significantly plenty of money that I could live off of. Yeah. And I like, I like how you're uh, emphasizing 5% because it's an amount that shouldn't make a difference at all. Mm -hmm. And, uh, this kind of ties into my financial mistake, uh, of living above my means, like 5% shouldn't affect you as long as you're living below your means. But if you're living above your means and you're living paycheck to paycheck, that 5% is going to seem like 50% when mm -hmm. it comes down to it. Uh, so that's my mistake. Um, I'll give you an example of a big purchase. Uh, my first car. <laughs> so I was brand new in the military. I just got here to Nebraska. Um, and I had never lived on my own or anything. Um, I wasn't really taught a whole lot about finances. I mean, I was in school, but I didn't really pay attention too much. Uh, cause I was like, I'm not going to be dealing with this stuff until like 10 years from now because I was really naive. So what did I do? I bought a brand new car. Um, thankfully it wasn't, it wasn't like a super expensive brand new car, but it was still like 17 grand and I got like a crazy high interest rate on it. Um, so then I ended up paying more like, you know, 21 grand on it before being real. Uh, yeah. And I was just like spending more money than I could, uh, than I was bringing in and I had that car payment and then I had rent. Um, yeah. And I, I was living paycheck to paycheck on salary, which if you're on salary and you're living paycheck to paycheck, like Ooh, it's yeah. really easy it's really easy for you to like just crunch numbers. Like you can mm -hmm. just play a numbers game. And if you're on a salary, you can, you can get rid of that problem pretty quickly. Um, realistically, what I should have done is like sold my car and then got like a used car. Um, and then stopped spending as much on like fast food and drinks and all that stuff. That's a big mistake. I think people make and they don't realize it cause it's so easy to do. Um, you know, like for one, you talk about like the interest rate, um, you know, you think whatever, you know, uh, it, it's, it's future me problem, whatever. <laughs> and then, you know, future me gets there and you're like, man, I could have saved so much money if I tried to negotiate a better deal or looked at, looked for a better rate some mm -hmm. through somewhere else. Um, and you end man, up spending, future me sucks. Yeah. <laughs> no future. You says past you sucks for not thinking of it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's like, that's, it's just the kind of things that you don't think of. And you really just got to be so diligent about your finances and that kind of stuff in, in that regard. Yeah. It's something that you really need to like actually think about. And that's like one of the most, because like you'd mentioned buying a car. Like, I feel like that's one of the most, I don't know if like predatory is the correct word, but I feel like it's a predatory practice in the automotive oh, yeah. industry. And just like, I guess loans in general, um, because you go to a dealer 
and you talk about whatever car you want and everything. And what's the price that they give you? They're like, oh, it's going to be $300 a month. They don't talk to you yeah. about the overall price. They don't talk about how much interest you're going to be paying over like over the years and everything like that. They're like, it's three hundred dollars, and then that, because then yeah. people mo- majority, yeah, and then most majority of people they'd be like, oh yeah, like I can afford like three hundred, four hundred dollars, whatever it is per month and everything like that. Um, but then they don't think about like that overall number. It's just like man, with all the interest and the principal of the car and everything, that's like thirty thousand dollars. Yeah. That's a down payment for a house right there, for yeah. example. Like, yeah. like little things like that. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, they don't, like, $30,000 or whatever, like, that's a lot of money that you can do a whole lot with. Like, when and then you, you got to get the new rims. You got to yeah. get the windows tinted. Yeah. And then that doesn't <laughs> – that the sad thing is, like, at that point, this is for you um, because it doesn't add any value to the car. Sometimes it could actually decrease the value because it's those are, those are very personal things and your own personal taste. So if you go and try and resell that car, you're – probably not gonna get your money back whatsoever on majority of those upgrades um yeah cars cars are a crazy thing and uh i did this similar thing where i bought a new car and everything luckily it worked out um kind of by accident but if i like ever again if i buy another car it's going to be used because realistically it's just like i can buy a two-year-old car and i just got a 50 percent discount on it just because it's a couple of years old and it has all the things that i want because there's not a big difference every single year cars barely change you want to hear a uh, a really good kind of comparison as to um, how crazy like the car market is. So my dad works over at Mercedes Benz. Uh, average kind of like base car is like seventy thousand dollars. <laughs> All right, ready? So here's the comparison because this is something from my work the other day. We were looking to buy a new engine, not new, like used. We were going to buy it used from. Union Pacific and SD40-2 sold for $70,000. <laughs> wow. So a train yeah. locomotive as much as a car. So <laughs> when you think, like, think about how crazy that is, like the difference in what you're getting. Yeah. That's you know? insane. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. I mean, yeah, your company could literally make hundreds of thousands of dollars with that train that they just, or like with the engine they just bought versus someone that buys a Mercedes. Majority of that's just, in the brand itself exactly but yeah yeah so wow. it's definitely something to be be aware of and like it's cra- it is crazy when you think about it for like what a car is and I, I understand like people want the creature comforts and you know like my car has the remote start which you know i didn't put that in that came that came with it whoever owned it before me put it in so that was just kind of a bonus i didn't buy the car because of that but you know people want those creature comforts they want the heated seats they want you know, to be able to start it from their phone, like pick up my phone and start my car and set my temperature and everything like that stuff's all well and good. But at the end of the day, like if you're on a budget or on a fixed income, do you need that? Yeah, you need to put that into perspective. You have to be like, how much are these heated seats? How is that really going to make me that much happier versus having that money in the bank or maybe in like that could be your investments or whatever it could be like that could be your emergency fund. Like, well, because like some yeah. little, little things like that it's like oh i want that sunroof oh that's like a three thousand dollar upgrade man that, you could do was, a lot of money with three thousand dollars and that was exactly yeah. the point that i wanted to make too because you think about it like okay you spent the extra money on that sunroof or on those heated seats or remote start or whatever uh and now you don't have that extra money what happens when the car breaks down uh, yeah right exactly so now you have, here's some now you have this okay, car and you can't pay to fix it here's some perspective I paid like $1,400 less 
to have my car in gray or in tan (laughs) than in red. Yeah. And if it was red. Just cosmetic. But, and also if it was red, it would have cost you more on your insurance. Yeah. People don't think about little things like that. Yeah. It's crazy. (laughs) It is insane. (laughs) Um, However, so this financial mistake, it did teach me a lot. Um, I think failure is the best teacher. I think we can probably all agree on that. Um, yeah. I mean, if you come across a financial advisor, chances are is like, you know, at one point in their life, they were probably broke and they made really bad money decisions. If you find like a, a fitness coach, chances are they were probably pretty unhealthy or unhappy with how they were physically at one point in their life. And for myself, yeah, I was broke while I was getting paid salary and getting paid more than I've ever made, which was ridiculous. I remember one night walking into the grocery store and getting $30 of groceries, and I go to the register, and my card was declined. <clears throat> Come to find out, I went negative on my bank account, and I didn't have any in savings. Oof. I didn't have any investments. I didn't have any credit cards. So I literally, I was literally broke. Um, but I had my $17,000 car, uh, in the parking lot when I couldn't even buy gas for it. Mm-hmm. So I remember getting in my car and I, I had to tell them that I couldn't buy the groceries. Um, and I sat in my car and I was just like, man, I never want to feel this way again. That's a low blow. I mean, yep. that's what it, yeah. that's what it took for me to like realize that I was doing things wrong and that I needed to change. It yeah. does. Yeah. It, it just takes like that realization. Like, I mean, it's, if you actually look at some of the numbers, I can't give like actual proof, but like if you just Google it, so like there's actually pretty good numbers of like people that's been homeless and everything. If they get out of that situation, uh, they succeed a lot in life because I mean, perspective is a huge thing. So you know what it feels like to be broke. So they understand money very well. Um, versus like someone that makes, I mean, it's, it's pretty common no matter what like pay area you're in like whatever your income is but like people that can make three hundred thousand dollars a year uh they could be stressed out about money because it's just like i'm living paycheck to paycheck uh i don't know what i don't know what's wrong like i i need to make more money uh or like they could even be in credit card debt and everything it's just because they go down like that that cycle it's just like like lifestyle inflation and everything they make they make a little bit more money they throw a party here or there they maybe they buy that new car and then it's just like it's exactly the same cycle exactly it's just like why am i living paycheck to paycheck when i make more than i did last year it's just like oh look around you buying (laughs) buying all the name brand stuff instead of the buying the ridge wallet instead of the off-brand ridge wallet that's exactly (laughs) the same (laughs) can't can't imagine who we're talking about right now (laughs) yeah he's not even here to defend himself talon you made a good point is uh in lifestyle inflation like if you get a raise that if you get a raise you shouldn't be spending more money like your monthly spending should not go up if you get a raise like maybe your monthly saving should that would be a good idea your monthly (laughs) investing that would be a great idea yeah that's the best way to reward yourself um it actually reminds me and i feel kind of like bad to it like to this day so when i and I got promoted to staff sergeant. So in the Air Force, like when you become staff sergeant, that's like the first rank that you actually have to kind of like work towards because you actually have to like test for it. And only so many so many people get it. Anything before that, you just have to be in for so long and you just get it. Um, and so when I when I put on staff sergeant, like first try and everything, 
uh, my wife Gabby, she actually got me a present. She talked to my mom about it and everything. She got me a watch, like a four hundred dollar watch. Um, and I opened it and I'm just like, Ooh. I'm just like, like I, I didn't know how to react. Like I should have just said thank you and everything like that. I'm just like, can we return it? Because <laughs> no. I did, I did, and we actually did return it. And like again, I feel bad about it because it's just like she really did put a lot of like time yeah, and effort not into the best getting response, me. Yeah. Exactly, but I then like coming from. at that point in my life, I'm just like, I, I I like I just put on this new rank. Um, it's like you make like three hundred dollars more each month, and I'm just like, I don't just because I make more each month, I don't feel like I deserve it, like a reward. And honestly, like I didn't really study or anything like that. Like some people for that rank, so it's like I didn't I didn't put in a lot of work for it. So I'm, I'm not getting rewarded for the work that I put into it, and I'm just like. I'd rather put something like that and towards something else because everything that I think about, I'm just like, I could use this for something else. Um, like something like that. I'm just like, Oh, that could be like a vet appointment for my dog, like in an emergency. And it is like, I just took bear to the vet and we had, a, we, we spent $300 on like antibiotics and stuff like that. Um, and just like, boom, like right there. It's just like little things like that. You save that, that can save you an emergency down the road. So that's just, yeah, it, it <laughs> I feel bad about this to the, to this day, but like, I'd probably still do it again. Like it's that's a, one of the things. It's a practical <laughs> way of thinking though, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I think again, very objectively. Yeah. At that point, And like, not to look at it from like a cynical perspective, but at the same time, it's like, you know, you guys are married. So it's kind of like, it's almost like spending your money at the same time where it's like, I appreciate it. And that's great. But like, we could have used our money on something more important or something that could have made us money yeah exactly yeah. and that's one of the crazy things especially with christmas coming up um like i like she asked me it's like what do you want for christmas i'm just like i don't know because again it's yeah we're married so like if she buys me a gift technically that's like our money so i'm just like if i wanted it chances are i probably would have already bought it yeah. or something like that because it, yeah. it makes no difference it's not like asking my mom for a gift or something like that because technically that's like her money so like stuff like that it's just like yeah, so for Christmas, I don't even ask for anything because it's just like, I would just bought it for myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel that. I mean, I'd rather have... So here's an idea. Uh, if you don't... Like, I don't really want gifts too much. Um, if you make something, like, sure, that's thoughtful and mm -hmm. it doesn't cost a whole lot, I'll take it. Uh, I do not... I don't want a new, like, chain necklace. I don't want a new watch. Like, I went through a little stint where I bought a couple watches on sale, but I mean, it was still more than I should have spent. And now I'm just like, why do I need four <laughs> different watches that look different? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, come on. I got, I got my Garmin. It does everything I want it to do and I can train with it and it looks pretty good with like whatever I wear. Yeah. True that. Uh, I think that's, I think that's good advice. Um, especially for someone like me or anyone that's like cares about like their finances and your finances too, because I don't want my friends to spend money on stuff like that for me. So making something like a uh, Gabby, I think she finally learned. Um, so like for father's day, for example, she actually made me here. I'll actually get up and show you guys. She made me a gift right here. He got, I, I thought he was about to say it was the sweater he's wearing. Oh, Oh, oh. Oh, nice. Yeah, so she she made me that. It's hard to see from a distance, but basically all it says is, like, best dog dad on it. She made, like, little flowers oh. and put, like, bears, like, paw prints on it as, like, the flower petals. So it's oh just, like, something gosh. like that. It it probably costed her, like, 10 bucks in canvas and paint. So I'm not going to complain but about the money. Awesome. And I'm just, like, you put a lot of time and thought into this. So 
And yeah. that's a better that like to me and we actually talked about this um last episode when we were talking about uh, oh, Christmas hol- stress, the yeah. holiday stressors for holidays and like making gifts and stuff. Um it's like that's so much better than any watch. Mm-hmm. You know, cuz it's like I, again, I don't want to go too far on that tangent. We talked about it last week. If you didn't see it, go watch it. Um but yeah, I mean, it's it's such a different thing when you like get a handmade gift it's it's much more appreciated yeah, thoughtful I think. yeah mm-hmm. usually doesn't cost as much and i mean experiences as well like would you rather have this uh this material item like a watch yeah. or would you rather have an experience like oh, a thousand percent uh, rather have the experience a night on the town or like the stories you can do, tell i think are so much diving. better than any material thing yeah, I, I've changed my perspective on that over the years. I definitely, I'd rather have memories than I would material things. Yeah. Uh, when I was like n- a new adult and everything, I'd rather have things because, like, in my mind, I'm like, I could spend a thousand dollars on a vacation, but once that vacation's done, all I have is my memories. I was like, or I can spend a thousand dollars on like a new computer, and I could use that every single day. So, but I mean, life's life's only so short, so. I'd rather have those great memories that you can carry throughout your entire life. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and guys, if you're going for experiences, bonus points if you can get her family involved in the experience. There you go. <laughs> Dang, giving some relationship advice too. I thought this was a finances episode and then <laughs> well, bam, Jared Ramsey advice, but with their with the relationship advice coming in clutch. Yeah. You want to rent out a movie theater? Hey, that, hey, I mean uh, seats and uh, food and everything combined probably cost as much as that watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then you tell her whole family and be like, hey, you know, work out dates with everyone and be like, hey, can we all meet at the movie theater I rented out at this time on this date and surprise her? Did you do this? Uh, I did. <laughs> he did. <laughs> I did. It was really cool. That it is was pretty awesome. cool. That I want to awesome. do it again. That's pretty sweet. I hope she doesn't listen to this. I want to do it again. <laughs> oh. I think it'd be awesome. It was so much fun. Just like I'm gonna cut this as a in clip there, and post on Instagram. Just walking in the movie theater, and you're like, oh, like it's not a movie that's playing out in theaters right now. It's like I got to choose whatever movie was playing. So I was like, her favorite superhero is Spider Man. So I got them to play Spider Man in the theater, uh, and then. So she thought that was cool. And then walking in, she didn't even realize her whole family and friends were sitting in the audience. <laughs> oh, uh, it's so cool. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty it awesome. Was the theater to ourselves. It was really cool. Nice. All right. Um, Before... I'm not trying to brag. I just, yeah. <laughs> it was such a fun experience for me too, yeah. like to plan it and bring it all together. So maybe an experience instead of a gift could work. Yeah. So before we get into my biggest financial mistake... I would like to get into something that is not a financial mistake because it is, in fact, free for 30 days if you click the link below because you can get Audible free for 30 days with our link below and you can read. Well, you don't have to read. You can listen. You can listen to all kinds of books on any subject, but you can also listen to books on other people's failures with money and how they overcame them and succeeded. So you should do that. Click the link, free, not a financial mistake, because it's free, for 30 days. Audible. 
Do it. Nice. I just used my monthly credit for a book called Thinking Grow Rich. Uh, I haven't read it or listened to it yet, but that's my next one. That's the best part. You don't have to read it. I know, right? <laughs> Jared, just put it on Jared when you're at the gym or whatever. disagrees, but it, don't worry about it, Jared. <laughs> Jared, you haven't been here in weeks. You, you don't get to disagree right now. Yeah, that's fair. Your opinion doesn't matter. <laughs> so my biggest mistake. So I would. I want to go with the broad stroke first, and then I want to focus on a specific instance so i would say the broad one was something we've kind of covered already is just generally kind of being ignorant to certain things like i thought i was very good with my money and i i think i was good with my money but not as good as i thought and again there was a lot of things that i wasn't doing that i should have been doing like not investing in that retirement account not taking advantage of the perks and benefits of credit cards um not taking advantage of you know, investing in stocks and in the stock market. Those are all things I could have been doing for like such a long time that I only started doing recently. And I mean, I'm still young enough where it's going to have an impact on me, but I like, you know, say I did it five years, six years, eight years sooner, it could have had so much more of an impact. So definitely with that kind of stuff earlier is better without a doubt. So my biggest financial mistake specifically would be going to college. And I don't I don't want to discourage anyone from going to college. That's not the point of what I'm trying to say. I'm what, not convinced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, my point being is be more educated about you know what comes with going to college. You know, it's easy it's easy to say, "Oh, I'll get this degree and then I'll be able to pay off my school." That's it's not that simple. Everyone says that. It's mm-hmm. it's really truly not that simple. And especially if you end up in a situation like me where I went to school for engineering for 2 years and then I changed majors and went to school for exercise science for 2 years and guess what? I work for a railroad. <laughs> like, you know, I'm not doing any of the things that I thought I would have done, but in hindsight and again, hindsight's always 2020, but know yourself. Like, I think I've talked about it before as we talked about, like, peer pressures and things like that. I felt pressured to go to college because it was, you know, whatever. It's what you're supposed to do. If you want to succeed, you go to college. Um, So I took that as I pretty much have to go to college. And that's what I did. And I don't think that was the right move for me personally. Now, again, I'm not saying that's not the right move for everybody. And a lot of people go to college and have very successful lives and success, uh, uh, successful careers. Um, I don't think that was the route I should have gone. I think, you know, even if it didn't end up, you know, it just happened. It so happened to fall. The railroad thing fell into my lap. And, you know, that was like a childhood dream of mine. So it's really cool that I'm able to do that. But at the same time, I think if I really thought about it, there's other routes I could have and should have went other than college. And, why do I call it a financial mistake? Well, when you think about it, you pay for four or five years of college and college is hundreds of thousands of dollars. So now I have a college debt that I have to pay back. And to make matters worse, I don't even have a degree to show. I mean, I have a, a bachelor's in exercise or uh, associates in exercise science. But um, aside from that, I don't have anything to show for. I really, it's not, it didn't become worth the money I spent on it. So that is why, to me, it is my biggest financial mistake. And again, it is not the case for everybody. 
but know yourself like when when you're committing to go to a college ask yourself time like ask yourself more than once ask a lot and do your research and figure out is this right for me is this what i want to do does this feel right like the right thing to do because honestly if it doesn't it's probably not and if it's not you know you're you're not going to succeed or if you do succeed you're just going to end up doing something you're not happy with and i mean i know again that kind of strays away from the point of finances but you know why are you why are you paying for something that you don't want you know so like that's why i would i would go with that as my biggest financial mistake yeah okay i'm convinced (laughs) i'm convinced too and like again it's like one of those similar to like car loans student loans are a little bit too like predatory in nature i feel because it's just like oh man yeah well you can you can get the student loan you don't have to pay anything right now you can pay it in like you can start paying in like five years or whatever it is and just like people are like they don't even think about it they don't even think that they're literally spending like a hundred thousand dollars later and it's just like ah oh, this is gonna be in the future i can make plenty of money um and they well most of the time probably they don't even think that they probably just don't even think about the money in general um and then they in like whenever their student loans you have to start paying it they're like oh dang i didn't even know i spent this much money so uh it's like one of those things society puts a lot of pressure on you but like anything else like you said just know yourself be educated if you aren't sure 100 percent uh take a year off do something else find yourself uh, because it's a it's a big commitment that people don't realize i would say like the the biggest uh kind of failure part of that for me and um I know it's kind of almost like a counterintuitive way a lot of people think, especially like when you're in high school and you think it's almost, you know, like a slap in the face. But uh, go to community for two years first if you're not sure. Seriously. Because you'll spend a hell of a lot less money. If you if you find out it's not going to work out for you, you can pay that off pretty easily. And, like, that's that's a big mistake. Like, I'm paying, you know, hundreds of dollars a month toward NJIT where I went, I have nothing to show from NJIT. So the way I view that personally is I'm literally like flushing hundreds of dollars a month down the toilet Mm -hmm. because I got nothing from that. So, you know, that's why I think it's important. Take that time. Like, unless you are like absolutely a thousand percent sure, take that time, go to community first, save yourself that kind of money, especially in the beginning. Cause like the first couple of years, or like general education anyway, like you're not doing your core classes, get that out of the way to community college. And then if you decide, Hey, you know what? This isn't right for me. I want to go, you know, I'd rather go work for a, a, a park range or whatever. doesn't matter. Like anything that you might not necessarily need to go to school for. Mm-hmm. Um, then like you, you don't, you won't have like wasted that money. Cause like so these big schools, especially a school like NGIT is, you know, you're, you're talking about like, thirty forty thousand dollars a year or more so that's a big chunk of change especially to not get anything out of it yeah i mean research goes a long way like you said i mean there's plenty of careers out there that you don't actually need a degree for um and even if like someone's like they really want to go down a certain career path and everything do research for that career um because there might be like you might not even like a degree might not actually matter that much uh i know plenty of people they go to like school for computer science, but realistically, they want to, they don't want to be programmers or anything. They just want to be like an IT personnel. They just want to be like a network administrator. Well, guess what? You can also become a network administrator by taking like 
two months of study material and getting a certification and you can get that job no problem because a degree doesn't matter too much in a career field like that because your employer wants to know a certain criteria of skills that you have and every single school could technically be teaching different skills so there's plenty of careers out there that like in industries that they have other ways um that's actually more important to get into that career field anyways over school so do research on like what you actually want to do because the path might actually be a little bit more uh not as simple as you might expect it to be yeah absolutely i mean heck like talk to people yeah talk Mm -hmm. to people who have done it i mean uh linkedin is a great example of this so like set up your profile nice and then set your job title as whatever you're thinking about doing and then set your location to wherever you want to work like your ideal location for doing that job and set up your profile in a way to where it looks like you're doing the job and then reach out to people. Like you'll get a lot of connections, like maybe even uh, some recruiters will reach out to you. Granted, you know that you're not doing that job, but it's a really easy way to connect with someone. And even if maybe it's like a recruiter, uh, they'll probably, because they're recruiters, they'll probably give you information and like maybe give you some contacts and then reach out and talk to people who have done it. Like that's, it's a, it's a great thing to do. Yeah. It takes a little bit of work, but I think it's probably like minimal Yeah, um, for the amount of reward you get from it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And not for nothing, but the point that Talon made too, uh, there's so many careers. I think people choose, like, again, I think people go to college because there's such a pressure to go to college. I feel like they almost lay out your options as basically like, you go to college or you join the military. Like, that's all you have. I did one of them. Yeah. We, well, I did one of them. You guys did one of them. Um, but there's so many other options out there. And then, like, what Talon said, make sure that you need to go to school for what you're doing. Because there's cert- there's some degrees out there that it's like, do, do I really need to go to school? For- I mean, obviously, like, yes. If you want to be a doctor, sure, you got to go to school. If you want to be a lawyer, yeah, you got to go to school. But honestly, like, you want to write a vlog or well, I guess record a vlog or write a blog. Like you don't need to go to school for that. You can just do that. I mean, we basically do it now. <laughs> so yeah. like, you know, we're far from professionals, but I mean, you know, we didn't go yeah, to school for this. <laughs> yeah. We didn't go to school for video production or anything like that. I mean, YouTube is a great free resource. Um, and out of anything, practice makes perfect. So just start doing the thing that you want to be doing and you're going to spend a lot more lot lot less time and a lot more or a lot less money and a lot more time doing it and getting the practice that you actually need absolutely so yeah just do what you want like just spend time practicing what you actually want to do yeah cool so i would say overall biggest message uh, that would come out of today is don't be ignorant with your money Don't be ignorant to the accounts that you can invest in at a young age. Don't be ignorant to where your money's going and what you're putting it into. Don't be ignorant to, you know, not, I don't want to say scams, but things that are close on a level of, you know, high interest rates and predatory marketing. And don't be ignorant to like what you want to do. You have to keep all of these things in mind as you're pushing through your financial um, struggles and, and everybody goes through them to one extent or another, but you know, it's, it's learning from those mistakes and being able to mitigate them. 
and I think we laid out some good ways for you guys to do that. So just make sure you're really paying attention as you're moving forward, as you buy that new car, if you decide you want to go to school, um, when you're deciding whether or not to invest your money in stocks or into a retirement account. Take all these things in, into consideration as you move forward. So hope you guys learned something today. And since it's been a while, let's see if Jared can still close it out. Uh-oh. This has been Lessons Learned. Thank you for <laughs> tuning in. If you haven't already or if you're not watching us on YouTube right now, we have video on YouTube. So check us out on YouTube at Lessons Learned Media. Uh, give us a subscribe and you can hit the bell notification to get notifications every time we drop a video which is every monday and wednesday and maybe sometimes like a friday or saturday um yeah and check us out on spotify and you can find us all on instagram linked in the bio all right yeah, thank you for tuning in than me and until next time see ya see ya, see ya.